some people believe that seizure first aid is very, very complicated. We're trying to say that it's not. And of all the millions of words written about epilepsy, there's just three that you need to remember when responding to a seizure. And as you say, they're time, safe and stay. Um, now, to just go, go through those quickly. Uh, time, time the seizure, uh, because if it goes over five minutes, it's potentially dangerous for a person and an ambulance needs to be called. Safe, keep the person safe. Now, that means if they're having a convulsive seizure where they fall to the ground and, and their muscles are jerking involuntarily, it means protect their head with something soft if possible. It means moving harmful objects from away from the person, i.e. if they're in danger of hitting off a chair, move the chair, not the person. And it also means that never putting anything in a person's mouth during a seizure and never restraining them. Two massive myths when it comes to seizure first aid. Uh, as part of SAFE as well, what we're asking people to be aware of is the fact that there's more than one type of seizure. Now, there's types of seizures where a person could be fully upright. They could be, for the want of a better word, behaving oddly, appear zoned out, could actually be even be wandering aimlessly um, and pulling at their, their clothes and smacking their lips. Now, you keep a person safe in that type of seizure by gently guiding them away from danger, i.e. from in danger of walking onto a road. Um, you guide them away from the danger of the road, but again, not restraining them, not shouting at them or anything like that. And then finally, that last key word is stay. Stay with the person throughout their seizure and thereafter when the seizure passes, because often a person will feel dazed, confused, exhausted after the seizure. And having someone there with them afterwards um, speaking gently to them letting them know what's happened and letting them know that they're okay can make the world of the difference as, as they recover so those three key words again are time safe and stay and all outlined on our website uh, epilepsy.ie of course it's, it's not a strictly genetic condition either it's something that, that can be developed how do we go about identifying the signs of epilepsy in perhaps a friend or a family member what's key to look out for yeah, listen, I suppose seizures are the main symptom of epilepsy. Um, you mentioned Patty, Patty Mal there and, and, and all the different terminology. There's lots of ter- terminology for the different types of seizures as well. But I suppose the message I want to give to your listeners really is we don't expect the public to have an encyclopedic knowledge of every single type of seizure. But what we do want them to know is the fact that there is more than one type of seizure. There's over 50 different types of seizures that um and to ask a person to have every every single one of those nailed down is, is just impossible. But as you say, there are those types of seizures where a person can 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 appear zoned out. Uh, often, unfortunately, what we hear is that they can um, they can be misinterpreted as a person who's drunk or, or on drugs or on someone else. Um, so again, it's it's taking that extra second to ask is 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 everything all right with that person? potentially are they having a seizure that's that's what we can ask people to do and that's what we want them to do and you know it only takes a couple of minutes today in international epilepsy day and go and educate yourself about epilepsy the complexity of the condition and to have a look about all the different types of seizures that are there and there are other instances of course paddy that you're looking to highlight where under any circumstances an ambulance must be called such as if the person is pregnant or if you don't know if that's yeah. the person's his first seizure or not and, and there's a couple of other elements as well yeah listen i suppose Dara, what we would always say as well is that um you know if you're in any doubt um call an ambulance first and foremost obviously time safe day is there to to aid you and, and guide you as you respond to a seizure but if you're in any doubt call an ambulance the person is not going to be given out to you for calling an ambulance out of out of concern for them and equally the ambulance crew are not going to be given out to you so 
again, just to re-emphasize that if you're in any doubt, do call an ambulance. But yeah, as you say, there there is a couple of uh, other key points of when when to call uh, call an ambulance. Obviously, if a seizure goes over five minutes, which is why timing is so important. Um, if a seizure uh, stops and briefly and then goes into another one again, it could be potentially dangerous for the person. Um, so an ambulance needs to be called. As you mentioned there, a person, uh, if they're pregnant, again, it's more a precautionary measure, measure more than anything. Um, but again, an ambulance should be called. Um, also, yeah, as you said too, uh, like if a person, if, if you're walking down with your friend, uh, down the road with your friend of 20 years and, and they have their first seizure and they've never had epilepsy, obviously you need to call an ambulance in that instance. And then finally, I suppose, if the person's physically injured, um, as a result of their seizure, you need to call an ambulance. So like, you know, a person might've taken a heavy fall, might've banged their head. So they don't necessarily need to go um, go to the hospital because of, their, because of their epilepsy, but they might have to go to the to hospital because of the injury as a result of their epilepsy. Um, so they're the answers that, that you do need to call an ambulance for. And again, all outlined on the website, epilepsy.ie for, for epilepsy day. And Paddy, another thing that you've been working quite hard on, and as I understand it, you've you've got a ministerial commitment on this, is that you've been hoping to secure reduced or discounted uh, travel on public transport for people that might have had their, their breakthrough seizure or might have just been diagnosed with epilepsy and can't right away drive a car. Yeah, listen, uh, I, we, we, I'm going to go better again on a couple of those uh, points you've made there. It's actually, it's 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 fully committed to it. was given in in the budget uh, last year. And actually, the Minister, Minister Heather Humphreys, has, has officially launched it today that it's coming in July. So the instance is, um, the, the issue previously, as it currently stands, or previously, would be that a person with epilepsy um, couldn't apply directly to the free travel scheme. Um, it obviously is attached currently to different payments such as disability allowance and ability pension. And due to the nature of, that, of a person's epilepsy, they might not be able to qualify for that. Now, we have, as you say, have been campaigning for a long, long time to get this change made. And finally, and we're delighted to actually have that commitment made in the budget last year. So essentially what it means, Dara, and it's due to come in, in July, in July um, it means that it's anyone who is medically unfit to drive now that could be a person who is having active seizures continually um or a person as you say there who has a breakthrough seizure and holds a driving license the person in that instance would be off the road automatically for at least a year so people in those instances um will be able to apply directly to the free travel scheme with medical evidence and um, to avail of a free travel pass and it's a small measure but uh, we have no doubt that it's going to make a huge, huge impact in, in people with epilepsy's lives in terms of actually helping them remain socially active, and it just eases the burden somewhat of of the loss of a license or being able to unable to drive. An, an awful lot of peace of mind to come with that that as well. Fan, fantastic news, uh, and I suppose, uh, pa- Paddy, just to finish, what other services and, and supports broadly can uh, Epilepsy Ireland provide to to someone who has epilepsy and, and might be listening today? Yeah, so listen, I suppose overall our, our our vision is to achieve a society where no person's life is limited by epilepsy. Um, I'll just run through you quickly about about what we do and why we do it, I suppose. Um, we have our support and information services for people with epilepsy and their families. And our epilepsy is a journey that continues throughout life. Um, and we're there, I suppose, to, to help provide people with information on that journey. 
and support them as they progress through their lives with epilepsy. And that service would see in and around 20,000 contacts per year, so it's very, very dependent upon. Um, we'd have our training and education programs as well uh, for people with epilepsy and their families, but also the wider community. So, for example, we would have events um, for people at all stages of their epilepsy journey and in all stages of, of life. So we would have events for teenagers, we would have events for kids with epilepsy, um, online, mix of online and in person. Uh, we do training events for teachers and so on and so forth. Again, all outlined on, on the website. Um, obviously today we, we were talking about one of our awareness campaigns and obviously talking about free travel as well. That's kind of a key aspect of our work as well. Um, and finally, we would invest in, in Irish epilepsy research. You know, it's so, so important to, to learn more about the condition, understand it, um, develop treatments and, and understand potential causes. And over the last 10 years or so, we've invested over, over 1.5 million Irish epilepsy research projects, which is so, so important. And all those combined together, I suppose, um, bring us closer towards that vision of a society where no person's life is limited by epilepsy. I suppose for anyone with epilepsy who's listening um, and does need that support, just head on, head on over to the website, www.epilepsy.ie. Um, you'll find details of your local resource officer. And do just give us a call and we'll, we'll try our best to help you.